Now, now, real people, real opinions. Nighttime talk with Niall Boylan. Ireland's classic hits radio. It's the Giver Uppers. Well, that's what we call them here now. The radio station. They're affectionately known as the Giver Uppers. Trish Buckley, Luke Malix, and Geraldine Farrell. And Trish abandoned us because she had to go and get her wine, a glass of wine. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Trish, hi. How are you? How are you? Yeah, I know. Were you disappointed that you didn't hear me immediately or something like that? Or did I let you all down? Very. Yeah. <laughs> Geraldine. Hi, Geraldine. How are you? I'm good. And Luke Mannix, the nail biter. How are you? Very good. Night. Um, I'm on route there to where my dad had a, a, hit a pothole, so he had a blowout. He so, hit a pothole? Yeah, on the main road, so he's out having a blowout. So I'm on route to save the day with him, so this call will have to be short because he's at a main junction, you know? Okay, right, so, so you're, on, you're on a mission, yeah, to save well, him. Well, yeah, I, so, yeah, I, I think I'm biting my nails, not to say because <laughs> no, don't, don't bite your nails. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I only five minutes on the air. I'm sorry about this. No, 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 that's, that's okay. So how are you doing, Luke? Everything good? Nails not bitten, I hope. They're growing, but they're becoming soft. So I, I, I have to file them, I say, you know? Oh, yeah, they're starting to bend a bit, are they? Yeah, I had your wonky looking like one can left, one can right, you know? <laughs> right, okay. Oh, there, there is good potential. By the way, is the car normally a place you might bite them, you know, in the old times? Yeah, yeah, but see, I'm a, I'm a stubborn bastard, I suppose. At times, like, I'm there just because being on the radio and the coverage, I kind of just harm you know, because... Everywhere I go, all my friends, my family, my colleagues, everyone's aware of it. So, yeah. it's like, yeah, I'm on it. Yeah, I'm you're on the spotlight, me. aren't you? And by the way, Luke, I know we've only got about a week to go now, which is great. Do you think, you know, when the week is up, you'll go, ah, oh, well, I can go back to biting my nails again? Oh, no, no, no. I, I busted me quite no knife to get this far. Like, this is, as I said, hopefully around St. Patrick's Day, I'll be a big doctor for a pedicure or manicure. I don't even know which one is what. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'll be getting it done, oh, you know. Now, know. now, Luke, here's the thing, Luke. Remember, of course, we're going to need an after picture. We have the before. We've seen the before picture. We oh, need... yeah. Yeah? I do one, I do one Monday. I, I do a clash of the, of the previous one. And, uh, yeah, you yeah. need blown away. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm so impressed. But I'll tell you what, I'm going to let you go because I know you're driving... And good luck yeah, to you, I you know, know with the pothole with your dad. I hope the car is okay, and I hope he's I okay. Know, he's okay, but he's only 4% of his phone as well, so okay. there's no talk. So oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. All right. Sure. When I get there, he'll be blaming me still, though. <laughs> Luke, good luck, and I hope everything's okay. Oh, I hope yeah, you get him sorted. See you. Bye. Okay. Okay. I suppose a little quick visit, ladies, just to see how we're doing. Uh, Trish. How's it going? It's good. I was laughing. I don't know if you heard this morning. On The Guardian, our lovely Pope has said, wine is a gift from God. <laughs> Pope Francis tells Italian producers. Now, poor Pope Francis was saying this at a private audience in the Vatican. Right. Some wine makers. Wasn't that lovely? Yeah, it is nice. But I don't know if, the, I don't know if uh, God produces zero, zero, does he? Uh, maybe he does. Maybe he does. I don't know. I wonder, by the way, you know, if the Last Supper was now, you know, would they be all drinking zero, zero wine? 
hell, they'd be probably drinking Moy or something. <laughs> or, or, or Prosecco <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, he wouldn't drink Prosecco. No, he'd be damn sure it's not Prosecco. It'd be the good stuff. Oh, uh, the, no. oh yeah, right. The top I'm, I'm, I'm sick of zero zero now, to be honest with you. Oh, um, right, okay. I don't drink much of it. Like, look, just like what you just said to um, Luke, mm-hmm. I don't think by any stretch of the imagination, and I'm, I'm reading the book, actually, and... Um, I think I'm going to keep going. I'm not going to like. I'm not going to go offline completely or alcohol, but um, no, I, certainly on my intake and the weighing scales, definitely, definitely. I oh, have good. Lost. No, seriously. What is the amount of sugar that's of in a bottle of wine? Yeah, of the course. calories. Have you lost weight, Trish? I have. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I'm going to tell you now next week. Yeah, I have. That's Geraldine going off and the drink. Geraldine's going off the drink now as well. Yeah. But I Geraldine, don't do drink. you have a glass of wine? You don't, you don't no, drink No, I don't all. drink. No. You have no bad habits? No. No, I'm mad enough. <laughs> yeah. No, and by the I way, don't. have you been out for your walk, Trish, with your mate, Susan, or whatever her name wa- is? I've been out. Gillian. I've Gillian, been out with yeah. Gillian. Yeah. Um, and we've taken the detour now. We don't go near the pub. No, right. but um, <laughs> my, my local off-license now, he's selling zero, zero wine. Oh, right, okay. And when you say you're getting sick of the zero zero, does it taste different? I, I wouldn't know. I don't drink, so I don't know. Does it, ta- does it taste it different? It tastes like, um, it tastes like Vinegar. Ribena. Oh, Ribena. No, no, not quite. It's like, you know, remember years ago when you, you weren't feeling well and you'd have maybe a hot Ribena oh, yeah. um, with a bit of lemon. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, a, it's a good substitute. To be honest with you, it's like probably when you're smoking. When I wanted to give up cigarettes last year, I would get the, the fake cigarettes. And yeah. I just have something in my hand. You know, it's all about movement. And it's like now if I'm like having having my dinner last week, my birthday, for example, that's the day I really missed a glass of wine because they're celebrating something. Yeah. So I took a wine glass and put sparkling water in it. So it's like... It's, it is it's psychological, like, isn't it? It is psychological. Psychologically, yeah. Psychologically, yeah. you think you're, you're actually... It's all, and like we said, it's all in your head. It's a habit. It's like smoking, you know, put something else in your hand. See, here, substitute here's else. the thing, right, okay, that I never understood because I don't drink, right? Um, yeah. Is that when people get drunk, and I obviously have witnessed it so many times because I worked as a nightclub DJ for years, so I see thousands yeah. of people drunk on a regular basis. Generally, they either feel dizzy, wonky, or sick. So yeah. what? why do people, I, and maybe you can explain this to me, why is there an, a need, like people drink alcohol, obviously, clearly, to, to get drunk yeah. or to, I don't know, to soften them a little bit. What, I mean, what is it, the, what's the attraction with feeling like you're not yourself? I think it's probably, because I would have smoked, it's like, you know when you have that first cigarette, like that drag? Off the plane. That of, that's not a nice yeah, feeling, but like, that, that's not a nice feeling, is it? No. Oh, I used to love a cigarette with a glass of wine. I go, oh my God, I love I don't, that. No, I, I mean, don't get me wrong, cigarette. I loved the cigarette every now and again, right? But in saying that, yeah. if I was on a nine-hour flight... I, yeah. As much as I really wanted that cigarette when I came out of the airport, I was dreading yeah. it because I knew I'd feel sick. You know, you'd yeah. feel wonky okay. and dizzy and weird after you'd smoke it, you know, because yeah. you hadn't had nicotine we're, we're, so long. Okay, yeah. So having a glass of wine, it's like, it's you don't feel wonky, but it just gives you a sense of calmness. Okay. So it's like when you have your third cigarette and you're enjoying that third cigarette, you know, you kind of feel calm and you kind of go, oh, this is really nice. So it, it just re- kind of slowly relaxes you. Right, okay. Like if you ever take, if you ever take like um, something to, like 
like a, a like a you say a sedative or something. Like I have a bad back, and I, I broke my shoulder last year, so I had to take diazepam to release the muscle because the muscle was in spasm. So if you ever had a diazepam or one of those drugs, you feel this like sense of euphoria. It's kind of your head feels a little bit fuzzy. Yeah, see, I've, you know, I'm not a dr- I'm not a drug taker, right? I mean, even for uh, headaches, okay. I'll put up with the headache. The last protocol is a paracetamol, right? And at the moment now, yeah, at the moment, I have a really bad pain in my shoulder. And you know what it's from? It's from sitting here in the studio and I constantly have my hand on a mouse on my right-hand side, which is about two foot away from me because of the way the desk is here. I have to, and because I'm doing that constantly and I'm putting you on the line and then I have to put Geraldine on the line and because I'm moving my arm and shoulder, I've got this really bad shoulder. So I went to the doctor. Anyway, he gave me, um, what is it? Uh, di- it's not Diphene, it's something like Diphene. It's prescription only, something like Diphene. I have, yeah. to take, I have to take two a day, right? And it's, it certainly is helping, yeah. right? But yeah. that's, the, that's the, probably the first time I've taken a course of medication in years. I just don't do uh-huh. it. I don't, I don't take medication. You need to, well, you need, you've got to get repetitive strains. You need mm. someone to come in and fix your death. But, yeah. but getting back to the alcohol, and I was even listening to the programme this week, and all this week they're talking about alcohol, and I'm really interested in, in listening to it. And the majority of, of people who are abusing alcohol now is, strangely enough, women in their 50s. That's right. And young girls. Yeah. And well, see, here's the problem. For young girls, it's gone from years ago when I was yeah. a wee lad. Uh, women used yeah. to drink a half glass of harp. Do you remember that? The old days, yeah, right? Yeah. Whereas yeah, nowadays, yeah, yeah. young girls, the, the fashion now is to drink gin. So, you it know, is. I'm sure the gin yeah. manufacturers are delighted that gin is back in fashion. Yeah. But it's like, there's about 20 different variations of it. You know, pink gins and all sorts of dynamite or yeah. gunshot or whatever you call you it. You have a gin corner now in a bar. But you know the other thing that really amazes me, and I know because I, I was in the garage today, and when I went to the garage, and I don't know if you noticed, you probably don't because you're not a drinker, but we walk into your local garage, and the first thing you see on the right-hand side near the banking machine, which is so, so strategically placed, is alcohol. Yep. Now, for the life of me, I cannot understand how garages in Ireland can sell alcohol. Alcohol is everywhere. Now, I'm not saying it's the right or wrong thing to do, but like, if you have a problem, if you're an alcoholic, you're going to get your petrol to pick up your newspaper or whatever you're doing, and you walk into the garage and there is copious amounts of alcohol in front of you. Like, there has to be a way we can limit. And even kids going in to buy their slush puppies, there's the alcohol. Right? I know. Well, they, well, they are meant to have it closed off. The legislation says they must have, like, a swing door or something. But that makes no difference. You can still see it. But I'm just looking. Alcoholics Anonymous AA said this time last year, uh, or this time of the year, it would uh, usually see a rise in the number of people seeking support, but the increase so far this month has been significant. It also said more women are seeking support for the for problem drinking than men and attended AA meetings. A spokesperson on his helpline received 139 calls in the first weeks of the year compared to 30 uh, calls during the same period last year. Other organisations who support people with alcohol addiction have also witnessed exactly the same phenomenon, which is a worrying trend. More women than men are seeking alcoholic support. That's that's quite yeah. that's quite disturbing because that wouldn't have been the case forty years ago. It would be just like forty years ago. I imagine an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting was like a men's shed. Um, but let, let me yeah. yeah, but let me let me go to Geraldine. Geraldine, how are you? Sorry about all that, Geraldine. The, the alcohol thing you don't even drink. I'm grand. I'm enjoying listening to it. Yeah. So Geraldine, good. All good. Everything good. Great. 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 Wonderful, great, Geraldine. That's great. wonderful. We're doing yeah. we're doing well, Geraldine. We're doing well. 
You still no, out you still. I'm, I'm still good. Still good. Still Brilliant. hanging in there. Brilliant. Hanging in there is the, the operative word, but I can just point out. But yeah, still hanging in there. I'm not going to lie to you. You know, I, I have to be honest, you know, I'd love a cigarette. <laughs> I know you mm. wouldn't. I need to go to talk to no. the Alan Carr people. <laughs> Are you going to go? Go, go, go. Yeah, I, well, I, it's time is my enemy. Time is always my enemy. Because I do the podcast during the day and I do the show at night, I've literally about four hours in between. And then I cherish the two days off that I have at the weekend with my wife. So, you know what I mean? I, my time is very limited, unfortunately. And that's terrible. I shouldn't be in that situation at this point in my life. But however, that's life gets in the way. Mm-hmm. But Geraldine, anyway. Mm-hmm. So no hankerings. The Alan Carr people did a great job, clearly, because you yeah, you feel I, like um, a non-smoker. I do. I tell you, yesterday I was explaining to you there um, when I was talking to you Monday, a friend of mine had passed away. So he was buried yesterday and um, I was asked to do a reading. Okay. And I went, oh, good Jesus Christ, I'd need a cigarette before oh, I'd even I even attempt to get up in front of a crowd. Right. But you know... With the morning, um, looking after his two boys and stuff like that, cigarette didn't enter my head. And before I knew it, I was up on the altar. And that about and it. And it didn't bother me. Good. It didn't bother me. And I said, no, in fairness, that has to be something. Well, you know, how, how, how many years, how many, remind us again, how many years were you smoking for? Uh, 18 from 53, it's about. Huh? <laughs> right, okay, so 30, 35 30 years something. Yeah, 35 yeah. years yeah. So you've been smoking 35 years And you know, that's wonderful That in three weeks yeah. You you are now officially a non-smoker Yeah, hard to believe Yeah, well Never done. thought It was bad enough when I, when I stopped drinking And I used to call myself a non, non-drinker Now I'm non-drinker, non-smoker So how am I going to call myself? <laughs> Well, I don't know. Maybe you could take. You know, people say, "What do you do with your life?" I, I, you are married, aren't you? You are married, Jordan. Yeah. No, I'm not. I did. I never married. Oh, did I'm, you? Uh, no, I'm in a relationship for. I worked in a relationship for twenty three years. Okay. Uh, my daughter's dad passed away. Okay. Uh, Sorry Twelve to hear that. years ago, and I met a new guy five years ago, and okay. I call it a fast course. Oh, right. <laughs> well, I tell you what, I see, you're looking for a new vice. So you're looking for a new vice, right? You've given up the drink. Well, you've given up the smoke. I suppose you could, you know, you know, that could be your new habit. <laughs> you and him. Pat, he wants to work with you there. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be delighted. You know what I mean? But, hey, tell, tell Pat tell that you're coming on the air, by the way. He's bad back. Tell he Pat. He knows I'm on it. He's up in the shower. Hey, you know, you know what you should say to Pat? You say, Pat, they're doing it again. They give her uppers. We're doing it again next month, and I've decided to give up sex. <laughs> I will. I actually will. No, he was choking during the week, and he said, I hope, you know, you're after going through the, t- the drinking, you're going through the smoking. He said, Jesus Christ, I hope it never comes around. He said, it's vexing. <laughs> I'm sure he's worried. <laughs> Don't worry, you'll be the first to know. <laughs> but ladies, look, there's only another week to go, really. Oh, um, no, so, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, Trish... I know you said yeah. that you're actually enjoying it. You've lost a bit of weight. You feel better. Yeah. Et cetera, yeah, et cetera. I do. I, by the yeah. way, Trish, did you do the RSVP magazine? I did, yeah. So, I did. Lovely girl. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so when's, when's that going to be going out? I think, I think it's 
tomorrow, I think. She said she she dropped me a line. I think it's tomorrow. So okay. um, yeah, I'm looking forward to reading that. It's lovely. Yeah, it's high society um, stuff, isn't it? Isn't it just? Yeah. <laughs> Look but, at you. Uh, no, I'm delighted. I'm reading. I'm delighted. Gillian would be dead uh, jealous. I, <laughs> I'm. Jeremy, I didn't know. And so you, you, you. I didn't realize. I thought you never drank. So you did drink, and you gave that up as well. Oh, I did. I drank for Ireland. Oh, yep. Yeah. That must be a I do actually, yeah. It's uh, I um, look. It brought an awful lot of pain into my life, and I just, uh, I just couldn't do it anymore. You know, oh and I God. said when her father died, I just went, no, I need to do something now. I'm going to be a single parent. Yeah, and I, yeah. I kind so of, I, did. I do, I do kind of agree that alcohol, not in all cases, by the way, but, but yeah. because I think there's very few people nowadays can drink alcohol responsibly. Some people can clearly, and that's fine. Have a social drink. But but alcohol causes so many problems. I remember even in my own family, when I was a young boy and my father would yeah. drink, you know, like my father would drink, you know, at, at a wedding, he'd drink 17 pints of Guinness, you know? And and you know what he wasn't, he, when he was drinking Guinness, he wasn't too bad. He just gets sloppy, right? But when yeah. he drank whiskey, oh. Yeah. He was like, yeah. it was like a split personality. He was bonkers. Yeah, they call it the, the top shelf. Yeah, the, but you know what? I got used yeah. to him being drunk, right? And, we, you know, yeah. if he came home, like he'd go to his meetings in the FAI. My father was in the senior council in the FAI. And when he'd go to meetings yeah. and he'd come home, we'd just make sure we were in bed before he got home because he'd always go for a few pints with his FAI buddies yeah. afterwards, right? Yeah. And drive the car home pissed, yeah. right? But yeah. here's But here's the thing. When he was drinking whiskey, you would just vanish completely because you just knew. But what used to upset me as a child, was to see my mother drinking. And my mother, God bless her, she didn't drink very much at all. She rarely drank. But it used to really upset me to see her drinking. I don't know why. Yeah, but she, 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 well, because when she, well, I can understand why, because when she saw your father drink, it was probably to hide the pain, because she had no control. Mm. You know, and she probably thought, mm-hmm. I could have a drink. So, and and to what drink can just break up so many families. And, oh, yeah. You know, you, and you know, if you go to your doctor and he'll say, Well, especially women, how many glasses of wine would you drink a week? And you're kind of going, Oh my God, if I tell them the truth. But literally, I think now, I must check, I think if it's five or six glasses of wine a week, you're considered a binge drinker. Well, if that's the case, half the country are alcoholics. Because <laughs> I know. We no, there, there's, there's not enough education. I went to my doctor and he didn't blink yeah, an eye. Right. Yeah, and so you. He didn't blink an eye. You see. We're not great at admitting we have a problem in this country. We say nice no. things about drinkers, right? We, you know, when somebody mm. says, ah, so Paddy is sitting up at the bar and he's sitting there every single day down on seven or eight pints, right? But we don't call him an alcoholic. We just say, ah, that's Paddy. He's fond of a drink. Yeah. yeah. We say little cliches like, ah, likes a drink. Yeah, likes a drink. We, we, we never yeah. say he's an alcohol. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. Because yeah. you're, because you're yeah. not allowed, technically. Like, even yeah. on the radio. Yeah. You're not allowed to call yeah. somebody an alcoholic unless they're registered as an alcoholic. But you yeah. can say they like a and drink. Thought, <laughs> but, I mean, and you could go to your local pub and literally fall fall around the bar and you can't stand up and they will still serve you. Which is illegal, they by the way. Yeah. And But you know what? Now they do. I see oh, it I know. Oh, no, I see it with young people. I've seen it years ago in the nightclub it's industry. Sure, they, they used to let them into the nightclubs pissed and then they'd get completely hammered by the time they'd leave the nightclub because they just want their business. But according to the law and, you know, the Liquor Licensing Act of Ireland, you're not supposed to serve somebody who's under the influence of alcohol. That's just the law. In Australia, they brought in a thing, and I don't know whether they still have it or not, but the maximum they're allowed to serve you was two pints. Now, I know people used to go on pub crawls to try and avoid that rule, 
but that makes it a bit more difficult for you to do. So at least it limits it, you know what I mean? Yeah, but the funny, mm. I lived in Australia. The funny thing is, when I lived in Australia, when it, when it came to St. Patrick's Day, they were like, oh my God, all the paddies are not going to come into work tomorrow. And it's, you're kind of praying the same to everyone. I worked in the bank over there, and I was saying, guys, make sure we're all in work tomorrow. Because, you know, we had such a bad name. Everyone hang around Sydney, fall around the streets. And it really wasn't the case. Well, we have a bad name, especially in Australia at the time. This is 25 years ago. But the Australians themselves, it's hilarious. They don't have really nice cars in Australia. But if you open, uh, if you go into someone's house in Australia and open their fridge full of beer and wine. Yeah, they, t- or tinnies. Both, tinnies, as they call them. The yeah. Tinnies. And yeah. You, know, you know, they go out and put a shrimp on the barbie and drink 25 cans. <laughs> you know, but yet they have the audacity to say the Irish drink. Australia. Oh. But we have that reputation all over the world. I mean, when I speak to Americans, if I'm interviewing people in America, and you know, you're know, catching up with them before the interview, or whatever, they go, I've never been to yeah. Ireland. Yeah, a lot of pubs over there, isn't there? <laughs> and I go, yeah. yeah. It's the first thing to think of when they think of Ireland. Oh, yeah, parties, pubs, yeah. <laughs> parties and pubs, yeah. yeah. Listen, both of you, well yeah. done. Uh, have a great weekend. We'll catch up with you next week. It's the last week. And keep it going. Yeah. I'm very, very proud of you both. And and Thank obviously you. as well. And, you. and Luke. And right. you too, Niles. Yes, the giver uppers. Thank Thanks, you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Now, now, real people, real opinions. Nighttime Talk with Niall Boylan. Ireland's classic hits radio.